Welcome to the Minister's Friend podcast with pastor and author Dr. John Kimball. The Minister's Friend is a podcast helping pastors and other church workers navigate the challenges of leading the flock. John has been a church planter, a local church pastor, a seminary professor, and a denominational leader. He coaches and mentors pastors and missionaries around the world. Drawing on over 30 years of experience in local, regional, and national ministry, John and some of his colleagues provide practical guidance on the topics you request. We are so glad you've joined us. And now, here's our host, Pastor John. Thank you, Anna. And welcome, everyone, to Episode 15 of the Minister's Friend Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. We're in a series of episodes discussing EQ, or Emotional Intelligence, with my friend Dr. Daryl Thompson from the Evangelical Free Church in America. I hope this topic has been a blessing to you. Low EQ affects people in all walks of life, but it's particularly damaging to relationships when the person struggling with low emotional intelligence is in a leadership role like a coach or a pastor. Today's interview segment brings out some really important points. I'll have more thoughts at the end. But first, let's get back to my conversation with Daryl. You know, as we were preparing for our, our interview here, you mentioned also, because you're a, a sports official, you do some referee work and that kind of thing, um, that you also see this in coaches. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, um, discovering that this was playing the role that it that it was in pastors uh, started to make me aware that I was observing this as well um, in, in my experience, primarily with coaches working with athletes. And uh, since I officiate, um, I'm around them during game time. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, as, as officials, we cannot help but have, com- you know, discussions about coaches and how they're coaching their kids and whatnot. What, what has become apparent to me, John, was that some of them seem to be very unaware of how they are destroying the confidence of very capable athletes by the way they coach them and the way they criticize them when a mistake is made um, while they're on the floor or on the field or something like that, they come off the field. As an official, it's just it's just disappointing to see that they seem to be unaware of it, that some coaches have been in place long enough where they are excellent at strategizing the game and understanding the game itself, but working with students is at the place where some students don't simply want to play for them. And so I'm, I'm aware of uh, a couple of occasions where I know some of the best athletes reach the level of playing on the varsity sports teams and choose not to do that because they don't want to be coached by the coach. And the coach is just unaware of how he is, his coaching techniques are really hurting instead of helping and being an official one of the things that a good coach does is build the confidence of his kids if they make a mistake uh, on the field or on the floor uh, they don't have to worry that the coach is going to jump on them they say you know good effort the idea was right and whatnot you know it's going to work next time sort of thing as opposed to coming over and just jumping on them because they made a mistake and um, you can just tell that there's a different dynamic Uh, there's a different mentality there's a different culture that results in sports teams that are coached by coaches that have a healthy EQ that encourages and that builds the confidence of their athletes and their kids. So uh, I'm, I've discovered, and it shouldn't be a, a surprise, but EQ affects 
all, all major relationships, whether you're coaching or whether you're um, managing a team in a business or whatever that is. I thank you so much for for unpacking that because this I see this happening also it relates back again to the church in the way pastors make disciples and the way pastors raise up leaders and and so oftentimes you know I, I've seen pastors who were you know theologically dead on man they had a, a great theology they could articulate their doctrine was good I think they were they truly were called to some form of ministry but the way they lead their flocks actually hurts people instead of of blessing them and helping them to grow and mature in Christ. Um, whether it's because they have to be in control of everything and micromanage everything, or if they like these coaches that you're talking about, they're almost verbally abusive in some cases with, with people. And, um, you know, I think that's that's really a critical thing for us to consider on the denominational level when we're taking people through the ordination process, when we're thinking of placement for churches and, and those kinds of things. If you've got somebody who's got a, a pattern of, of wounding people, that needs to be addressed before they're placed back into another another church again. You know, we've we've all known people who could not read the room and and come in and, you know, do something inappropriate, say something inappropriate. But um, you know, we've we've slid over now in talking about um low EQ issues in the ministry, um, what happens when the pastor is the one that, that has low EQ? How does that impact the church? Yeah, when, when the pastor has low EQ, it slowly uh, but it steadily uh, develops a group of people who are just not that happy. Um, they're driven more than led. And um, generally speaking, you have a group of people who uh, accept roles of responsibility, um, maybe their leadership roles and whatnot, because somebody has to do it, not because they're looking forward to the privilege of doing it. When when the lead person is not able to read the room well, he uh, he diminishes the joy, the energy, the enthusiasm, the delight in carrying on these kinds of things. One of the real problems of people with with the need to grow and develop an EQ is that they're so unpredictable. There's times where it seems like things are just fine. And there's yep. other times where they're just offensive and, yep. and they hurt yep. you. And so um, the unpredictability makes people uncomfortable just being around them and working with them and being engaged with them. And yes, they do it because they have to, but they would just as soon not necessarily be in that scenario. So when the lead guy is a guy who has a problem reading the room because he's just not aware of his own, the way he's coming across and the way how he's coming across is affecting other people. It just has kind of um, um, a dampening effect on the joy and the energy and the enthusiasm uh, that the team or the ministry or eventually the culture at the church ends up having. So when we've got a pastor that's um, that is displaying low emotional intelligence and um, is really hurting himself or herself um, as well, how can the the staff members or in in a church that doesn't have a multiple staff the the lay leadership how can how can we even as as denominational folks come alongside and help that pastor? You know this is this is a significant challenge, John, because my observation is, and I don't have anything quantitative to support this, 
But my observation is that there's generally a connection with needing to grow or to develop in this EQ area and our own identity in who we are as a believer and a follower of Christ and being secure. Amen. So um, if that is the case, and it is my perception and my observation that that is the case, that there's a direct relationship there, um, we have to um, we have to be um, cautious in approaching this in such a way that we do our best to lower defenses instead of to raise defenses, um, because there uh, is is often, I think, a relationship of um, low security uh, in people that uh, are dealing with uh, EQ issues, and they're masked oftentimes by coming across as very authoritative or in a very strong manner or so on. Um, but the reality is that they're dealing with um, with self-identity issues and security and who they are and who they are in Christ. And so um, uh, I think that um, the, the way to uh, help somebody who's dealing with these is to do the very best to approach things in an honest way um, and just uh, ask questions and to share um, maybe some difficulty or disappointment or hurt that is shared or has been experienced, but to do so in a way that is not that is trying to be sensitive to somebody that may react to this and be defensive about it. Um, now, I, I've not found that there's an easy way to do this, but the, the danger is that we never let somebody know that this is happening and we... The, <laughs> There is a tendency for these things to kind of work in reverse. In other words, people take on the, the feeling, I guess this is my fault or my problem, instead of actually being honest and recognizing, yes. you know, it's really taking place because so-and-so is, is just not being, not being cautious, not being understanding, not being a listener. Not, they're, they're not doing that. And so we will not help somebody by assuming blame for what they are doing. Um, and so, but we have to do it in a way uh, that uh, seeks not to arouse their defenses. And so, what I mean, what I mean by that is just being gracious, just being honest, um, asking questions if you can, um, and in in a situation where there is a staff team involved, it might be helpful just to learn if others are experiencing this. How can we do our best to let let the individual, maybe it's a lead person or whatnot. Um, know and understand this, and it's not out of line uh, to to appropriately, not randomly or recklessly, but appropriately involve somebody else, whether it be um, an appropriate um, good friend of this individual or somebody in a role like yours or mine, John, just to know that I'm experiencing this. My sense is that it has something to do with this thing that you've been talking about, this EQ um my uh, my experience is that generally it's helpful if someone um, other than maybe say it's a staff relationship or a lay person with a with somebody in a pastoral role if somebody else can become a part of helping that individual address these issues rather than the person themselves that may be experiencing it um, because I think there's more receptivity to that when somebody else is actually involved in kind of helping address him. And so I, I have been in that role on uh, on occasions, and I think it's uh, 
it's more helpful for somebody in a role like I'm in who comes in from the outside to address that uh, when it has actually been agreed upon that this appears to be a problem. I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. It's been my experience as well. I, I can't tell you how many people, when we start having this dialogue, will say something to me like, well, I just don't know what I'm doing that keeps setting them off. And they are. They're accepting responsibility for something that's not their problem. It's not their issue. But because they are trying to figure out what the problem is and that person is so unpredictable. I love that you brought that out because that's very often the case. It makes it impossible to figure out what's what's triggering this, what's happening when all, all along it's something internal of that, that individual. Daryl makes so many critical points in today's segment. But the most important takeaway is that there is a direct relationship between a person's emotional intelligence and the source of their identity. I absolutely agree that people, including pastors, who struggle with low EQ likely find their identity in something other than Christ. Peter Scazzaro says it's impossible to be spiritually mature and emotionally immature. I agree. And this is always an issue of identity. Identity is such an important topic. We may do a series one day just on that. I also love that Daryl points out how unpredictable people with low EQ are. This has also been my experience. We've all known people who seemed fine at one moment and then said something hurtful or had a temper tantrum or blew up in some other way the next. I'm so grateful for Daryl's treatment of this issue. We'll continue our interview next week. If you're being blessed by The Minister's Friend, would you please subscribe on whatever platform you listen and leave us a review? We appreciate your help. And please be sure to tell your friends and the pastors that you know about us. Because we don't advertise, your recommendation is the only way we can grow our audience. I'm glad you were with us today. Please check out the show notes for additional information and suggested resources. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Minister's Friend Podcast. Let's do this again real soon. You've been listening to the Minister's Friend Podcast with pastor and author John Kimball. Be sure to check out today's show notes for additional tools, resources, and information. If today's episode has been helpful to you, let us know. You can shoot us an email at podcast at johnrkimball.com. That's podcast at johnrkimball.com. You can also leave a note on our Facebook page. These are also the best ways to suggest topics for future shows. We want to hear from you. And please tell your friends about us. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry with great fruit for His kingdom. Bye!